Hi everybody, Colossians chapter 2 from verse 1. For I want you to know how great a struggle I have for you and for those at Laodicea and for all who have not seen me face to face, that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love, to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and a knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I say this in order that no one may delude you with plausible arguments. For though I am absent in body, yet I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good order and the firmness of your faith in Christ. I want to pick up on verse 4 today where Paul warns the Colossians that there are people out to delude them with plausible arguments. There's stuff going around that is going to sound convincing. The question is, if they're plausible, believable, attractive arguments, how can I be sure not to be deluded? If it sounds right and good, how am I meant to tell if it's bad? It's supposed to delude me, isn't it? it so it's bound to look right. There's one way we can tell if something is legit or not. Does it begin with Jesus? in whom are all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge? Or does it have its roots elsewhere? Does it begin with and focus on and end with the Lord Jesus Christ? If not, then it may be plausible, worldly wise and attractive, but it is a delusion. It's not Christian. It's a lie. One of the great early church theologians, Athanasius of Alexandria, um, is reputed to have said this, the only system of thought into which Jesus Christ will fit is the one in which he is the starting point. The only system of thought into which Jesus Christ will fit is the one in which he is the starting point. A really good example here is to consider the belief system of Islam. Uh, Muslims believe in a powerful creator God. They have uh, a structure of sin and salvation. There are certainly moral absolutes, right and wrong. They believe in heaven and hell, and they even honour Jesus. It sounds like there's quite a lot of common ground between us. It sounds like we're at least partly on the same page. But in reality, we are totally not on the same page. Islam does not begin with Jesus. It does not seek to access him as the storehouse of all the treasure and wisdom and knowledge of God. It is plausible. Lots of Christians say that we and Muslims worship the same God under different names. But no, Jesus is at stake. Jesus is lost in Islam because he is not the beginning and the end. He is not the only way to know God. Jesus in Islam is merely a prophet. And if Jesus is not the way to know God, then we are not dealing with the God who is revealed in Jesus. We're dealing with a different God altogether. And the same goes for all philosophical systems, all religions, even Christian trends and theologies which do not begin with Jesus. Therefore, they are the very things that Paul is warning us against here in this passage. They may be plausible, they may be popular, but if we really want Jesus, if we love and trust him, 
then we must never try to squeeze him into any kind of pre-cooked system of belief. But we must begin with him as the way the Father has given us to see reality as it truly is. Anything other than him leads us astray from the way, the truth and the life of the living God. Now this question of plausibility is, it comes down to how highly we rate our human knowledge and wisdom. Do we trust ourselves to figure out what is true? And today, Good Friday, today more than any other day, we should see that human wisdom and power and brilliance has had its credibility destroyed. On Good Friday of all days, as we think of Jesus nailed to the cross, bleeding and dying for us in humiliation and pain, bearing the sin of the world and the judgment of God, we naturally look at it and think it is foolish and stupid and weak. It is not godlike. But Paul in 1 Corinthians 1 and 2 says, no, no, the cross is God's wisdom displayed. The message of the cross is God's power. The death of Jesus is God's wisdom. Paul says in 1 Corinthians, when I was among you, I didn't want to know anything except Christ and him crucified. All I spoke about was the crucified Jesus. The cross and Good Friday is a quality control test on all of our thinking. We must be prepared to let our pride and our natural trust of ourselves and our instincts and our intelligence, we must let all of it be crucified with Jesus on the cross. Only then are we safe from any plausible argument that would look to take us away from him. So this Good Friday, hooray for implausible arguments. Praise God for the unlikeliness of his grace. Rejoice today in the cross, where God's wisdom and power and glory are laid out before us in the ways that we would never expect and that we don't deserve. But in his kindness, he has given.